Hello, hello, hello from wherever and whenever you may be listening. This is week five of The Rambler and the Gambler. Joined as always by Dan. This is Kevin. Dan, how we doing? We're doing good, Kev. We're going to get it done. We are going to get it done. I apologize. We're a little bit late this week to the uh, pod. I don't like to have it out sooner, but we are recording here on a Saturday. And... uh it won't happen again. Plenty of time before kickoff tomorrow to go to your favorite bookmaker and make that phone call, get your wagers in, and win some money based Absolutely. on our knowledge. So before we get into bets, let's talk about a couple of things. Let's. Obviously, the predominant headline so far is COVID now shifting games and cancellations and moving things around. Uh, we saw in week four, and we see again in week five. Dan, real quick, do you think we're going to play all 16 games? I mean, I feel like they would have to play all 16 games. I mean, you think about what happened in baseball early on. The St. Louis Cardinals had a, had a rift of COVID in like, you know, within the first five games. And at one point I was looking at the standings and, you know, the Cubs were, you know, 10 and 7. The Brewers were this and that. And then you saw the, the Cardinals were like 3 and 3. So, I mean, they prolonged being able to play for so long to make sure that everybody was healthy and safe. Do I see something like that happening based on what has happened so far? Probably. I mean, how many times have we seen a Monday night doubleheader beyond the opening weekend in the NFL in the last however many seasons? Never. And I feel like every week we're getting doubleheaders on Monday night, which is great because I love football. And then we're also getting one on Tuesday this week, but... Uh, you know, I just feel like the the reason that the NHL and the NBA were so successful where they put everybody inside of a bubble, they didn't let anybody in that who wasn't involved. I mean, football and baseball, they're traveling. They're going to various cities. They're getting on planes. They got stewardesses and people in hotels. And, you know, it's it's hard to contain when you're traveling all around the country. So, yes, I do see there being an issue a little bit more than what we've seen with Tennessee or or New England uh, where, you know, more people will be testing positive and, you know, games may be either canceled or postponed. Yeah, it's interesting. You would have thought that uh, obviously the NFL was the last sport, major sport to restart. Uh, let me just unpack a few of the things you said. One, I don't think a bubble is really possible because the rosters are so big. Oh, no, 100%. Then uh, You know, there's like a million coaches. There's obviously a coach for every position. And there's you know, uh, it's not even that coach and et cetera, et cetera. So I don't think, although yes, NBA and NHL were very successful with their bubbles, 82 games each. And they were trying to finish a season. So they kind of eliminated, like you didn't play well enough. I mean, we're so early in the NFL season. It's like, they got to give everybody a chance. Yeah. The other issue is, you know, baseball, you can play double headers until you're blue in the face. And I'm pretty (laughs) sure that, uh, uh, St. Louis did. And I know inning double headers, I was gonna say, I know they did seven innings this year. Reminds you, you a little league a little bit, right? Yeah, you, you can't <laughs> play double headers in football. I mean, no break, breaking news, right? Woof. But I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like the NFL should have done something to be proactive. Where, hey, we're gonna give a week eighteen to make up all the missed games, or hey, we're gonna do you know everyone has a bye week of week nine, and if we have to make games that week, we will or, or something to try to get. Yeah, but you know everyone can't have a bye week week nine. What would all of us degenerate gamblers do that week? Well, they would play all the games that were canceled because of COVID. So okay, okay. I'm just saying, like everyone has the regular bye week, and they just leave an entire week open 
for COVID. Like, I don't know. Like that's probably unfair to give other teams an extra buy, whatever. But I feel like something should have been done, or like they leave a week open between week seventeen and the first round of the playoffs, and they make up all the games in there. And then maybe there's games that don't need to be made. I mean, I guess for the draft, you have to make up every game, but. I feel like they should have done something because, to your point, it, it's it's a real snowball effect where I was like, well, so next week they already canceled Thursday Night Football. I'm like, why are they canceling Thursday Night Football? The Chiefs and the Bills. And I was like, oh, because the because Bills, the Bills are, playing. are playing the Titans. And Two the Titans earlier. have been out of their facility for a week now. And their game got moved to Tuesday so that the Titans can get in some practices. And obviously you can't have the Bills play Tuesday and then Thursday. So yes, we're getting a doubleheader on Monday and a game on Tuesday, but we're sacrificing Thursday night football. So yes. And then obviously as the Titans continue to play teams and, you know, Stephon Gilmore got it, and they started testing all the Chiefs and... The snowball effect will just get worse as obviously all these teams start playing each other and then they're all going to come in contact with each other eventually and then then what? So I hope that they get to 16 games. You know, in instances like the Patriots where, you know, it's isolated players. Unfortunately, it's their best players. Mm-hmm. But like the Titans, like it's twenty. It's I think it's up to twenty two or twenty four players now. Like, yeah, it's kind of hard to just go on and, and play a game. And you know the Patriots are at a, a tough spot because it's their best player on both sides of the ball. But you could still play. Is it unfair? Yes. Did we know that coming into the season? Yes. Did we know it was a possibility? Of course. Right, but, but they caught but, Cam early, and now they for, said he might play. Yeah, but for the Titans, like. Oh, they're done. Are you? And then I heard the Titans might get suspended, or they might have to forfeit games because apparently they broke protocols, which was all being investigated. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, we knew it was going to happen. We had a good couple weeks there. I, I just hope that you know we get through sixteen games with minimal holdup and still the Super Bowl in February and so on. It'll be interesting to see if that Super Bowl is played on time. Yeah. Do you know what city's hosting it this year? Uh, I think Tampa. Really? Yeah. Just coincidentally. I think there was, uh, you know, all the talk about, oh, Tom Brady could keep the Tampa Bay Bucks at home for the Super Bowl. Blah, blah, blah. Ugh. I God, think. Vomit. Yeah. But um, let's hope that we get through the season and minimal hiccups, I'll say. Minimal hiccups. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's tentatively scheduled for February 7th at Raymond James in Tampa, but who knows. Right. Anyway. All right. So we do this every year. We're a quarter of the way through the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We do our quarter poll awards. Okay. So who do you have for, we'll start with MVP. Same guy I had last year for MVP through four weeks. Russ. Russ remind, remind the audience of who that is. Russ the Love Bus Wilson from Seattle. I mean, listen, how can you argue with this guy? They're 4-0. and and for the stat that matters to us, Kev, as, as betters, they're 4-0 against the spread, okay? <laughs> Very true. Russell, I mean, dude, the guy's got like, what, 18 touchdowns or something through four games? I mean, I know he had 5-4-5 five, five through the first few weeks of the season. Listen, again, I don't know how many weeks I have to say this. The most valuable player is the guy that you take off the team. How does the team match up at that point? If you took Russell Wilson off of the Seahawks... They're no more than an eight-win team, and that's generous. Honestly, their backup quarterback, you know who their backup quarterback is, Kev? Geno Smith. Okay, He's still up in Seattle. Do we, do we need to even get into 
the New York dynamic with uh, Geno Smith? Like, I, I don't think we do. You take Russ off that team, there's no chance that that team is making the playoffs. I mean, listen, Metcalf is a nice player. Lockett's a good player. They got Carson. But everything runs through Russell and the quarterback. You know the defense isn't that good. I mean, seriously, think about it. They're Very giving true. up lots and lots of points each week. The defense is giving up 27 points a week. That's basically essentially four touchdowns. So Russ has to score at least four touchdowns and then a field goal to, to, to get in and, and uh, you know, satisfy that. So, I mean, without a doubt, I mean, I, I'm going with Russell Wilson. You? He would be second on my ballot. I'm I'm wow. leaning I'm leaning towards uh I mean I, I could change this next week, I could change it by our midweek poll, but I'm leaning towards Aaron Rodgers and I totally agree with everything you said about Russell Wilson, but here's why. Okay. I feel like Aaron Rodgers has reinvented himself a little bit because How so? He doesn't run as much anymore, he's getting up there in age. And although I think his offensive line is better than Seattle's, okay, Russell Wilson is more mobile. So, you know, you kind of... Base Aaron still scrambles. He does. But he doesn't run around like Russell does. And you base your team around your, your, your quarterback and your star player, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, Green Bay knows that they have to have a better offensive line while Seattle can get away with guys that are less uh, talented because Russell makes up for that. And Russell makes up for a lot. Other point is, I think Russell has better weapons uh, to throw the ball to with Lockett and Metcalf, and Aaron Rodgers is putting up stats with, you know, Devontae Adams had a big week one, and I think he played a little bit of week two, hasn't played since. Yeah, he's been out. Lazard's been out. Oh, he had a couple of I was nice going to say, he made Lazard look good the one week, and this past week, um, the tight end who had three touchdowns. Uh, Tong- T- Tongan. Yeah, Tongan. So I can guarantee you Tongan was drafted in 0% of all your fantasy football leagues, and I can guarantee you he got picked up by probably uh, 85% of uh, teams this week for someone that doesn't have a tight end. Listen, you know my man crush with Aaron Rodgers, and without a doubt he can still throw a better ball on the run going either way than any quarterback in the league. Yeah, and I'm just strictly going off of, you know, Russ. I mean, you got to love Russ. He's just like that dude who... Yeah, super nice. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's got the supermodel wife. He just he's super humble. He's just all about the team. Like it's hard to hate on him. I mean, my wife's a Niner fan and it's easy for her to hate on him because it's like it'd be like me like giving props to Carson Wentz or something, but anyway, you know, listen, I can't disagree with you that yeah, he's that, 4-0, they're Seattle's 4-0. And I feel like we could always give the MVP award to Mahomes, but I feel like he suffers from uh, I'll call it LeBron Jamesism where it's just that he's so damn good. That, you almost expect it. Right. He he got the award two years ago because it's like, holy shit, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. And then Lamar kind of had the same thing last year. And then I feel like everyone's been talking about how Russell Wilson didn't get MVP vote ever. So I feel like it's like the Russell Wilson tour this year. Or it might be like a nice comeback story or last hurrah for – not a last hurrah, but like last big season for Aaron Rodgers, uh, who are obviously the two betting favorites right now. And I feel like – I feel like when there's not a guy that like breaks out, it'll be like, oh, we'll just give it to Mahomes. Like that's just kind of the way it's gonna go uh, till further notice. So I feel like, like I said, you could always give him Mahomes, but uh, I don't feel like he'll get it because he's already got it. And 
he's really da- he's really damn good, and it's just kind of like taken for granted a little bit. Yeah, I mean, listen, Aaron Rodgers has already won an MVP, or am I wrong? Two. Yeah, okay, he's won two. He's got a Super Bowl. I mean, come on, Russ has not won one yet, which is surprising. He has been to two Super Bowls, only won one of them. Should have won two. We're not going to get into that. Anyway, um, I, I do believe that it's you know, I mean, Russ is just doing things right now that. You know, it's hard to deny the fact that he should be the MVP at this point. You know, Aaron Rodgers, I would say, is a close 1-1-B. One, one but uh, I'm, I'm still sticking with Russ. Yeah, and, like, everything can change. You know, if someone can get injured, you hope not. But uh, someone's team could hit a slide. Whatever. You know, yeah. everything's possible. But we shall see. We shall see. We'll see if we stick with these guys when we do the mid-year awards. Yep. Uh, next thing I wanted to touch on after MVP was uh, since Trevor Lawrence is the eye oh, of the God. eye of the prize, apparently with uh, you know this year's upcoming draft. Who do you think will get the number one overall pick? Uh, so I mean, uh, there's four un un <laughs> un un I was gonna say unbeaten. un one uh, winless winless is the word go. I'm looking for. Thank you. Uh, winless teams this year, obviously the Giants and the Jets right here in our backyard, and uh, the Falcons and the Texans. So uh, any of them, or are you going off the board? Okay, so I mean, think about this. So Falcons have Matt Ryan, and the problem in Atlanta is not that Matt Ryan. He's got Calvin Ridley, he's got Julio, he's got a, a good... <laughs> the problem's head coach, but he can't draft yeah, yeah, exactly. first overall. No, no, the, yeah, exactly. The problem is the head coach, and the other problem is the defense. The defense is terrible, and Atlanta is so poorly coached that the defense doesn't know when to fall on a, an onside kick and when not to, okay? The other, one is Desha- the other one is Houston, who's got Deshaun Watson. Again, not a problem, but probably the coach. I mean, they did get rid of their best offensive player when he left and went to Arizona, so I don't think it's there. I mean, h- how are you going to sit here and turn your back on Deshaun Watson? The guy's three years out of college, won a national championship, beat Bama when everybody thought Bama was unbeatable. And, you know, he's having a tough year, so Houston's not going to turn Look, back on him. Look, they just signed him for a four-year mega deal, so he's not going anywhere. Right, exactly. Then you, then you come to New York. Okay, Sammy. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> Sammy Darnold on uh, the New York Jets. He was highly touted coming out of college, and honestly, I just feel like you can't give up on him yet. He shows glimmers of hope. He just doesn't have a lot around him. And Matt Gase is. Adam Gase. Ju- I'm sorry, Adam Gase. Excuse me. Adam Gase is just the only reason he's even in the league and getting the the, the respect that he did is because he was Peyton Manning's offensive coach. We've already talked about this. Right, and Give we talked about how quarterback is a lot which of Which situ- brings us to... Which talked about quarterback is a lot of situational... Drum roll, please. Luck. The Giants, who made a very poor decision as it's panning out, picking Danny Dimes sixth overall two years ago. I mean, he showed some glimmers of hope It's funny, the other on. quarterback we wanted was Dwayne Haskins, so... Yeah, I mean, he hasn't done much either. He just got benched this week, but go ahead, sorry. Well, that's so, because so, Kyle so, Allen's got a long-standing relationship with Ronnie in Carolina. Right, we'll so, get to that later. So you are saying it's the 100% Gi- it's, it's got to be the Giants, okay? So, Danny Dimes is not the answer. I'm a Giants fan, you're a Giants okay, fan. So we watch them on a weekly basis. Just to be clear, you... You want the Giants to get the number one overall pick, or you think they're going to get the number one overall pick? Both. Okay. I mean, listen, if it's Trevor, yes. I mean, they say that there are these quarterbacks that can transcend your team. Obviously, nobody was speaking this way about Pat Mahomes, and he went to 10 when Mitchie went to second. But Trevor is the guy. And honestly, I haven't seen anything out of Trevor that would point me otherwise. I mean, 
the guy's a junior. He's been to two national championships, one one. Like, okay, you know, so you're obviously pretty good. He's got a great arm. He's a tall kid. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the Giants were looking at or seeing in Danny Dimes. You know, we gave him an they're opportunity. they just trying to clone Eli Manning. Yeah, exactly. But the problem with the Giants is... Good kid, knows David Cutcliffe. Exactly. He likes the Mannings. The, they're like, the, oh, we can get another right, Manning? Right, Despite the fact of his talent level, they go based on the fact of what they see on the field. Because the Giants will never draft somebody who uh, you know has a has a little bit of a sketchy or a shady past. They only want you know a one players, which is Except like it's like Baker. yeah, it's like get over yourself, get over yourself, Giants. Like go out there, get the best player, you know, deal with everything else. Then then you got the franchises that'll just bring in bad players, but we're not going to get into that. So the answer to your question in a very rambly moment. Is the Giants? Well, I mean, we need him. They they need to do something in New York. I mean, listen to this. There's no wins throughout the two teams that play at MetLife through four weeks. That's eight losses for all you Correct. math majors out there. Like, please, the simple fact that COVID's going on right now, we didn't have to spend money on tickets and go to these games is like a blessing in disguise. Because look at the product they're putting out on a weekly basis. Would you want to go sit through that? And pay $12 for a beer and $14 for a hot dog to watch the Giants get smutted? I wouldn't. We need Trevor Lawrence to bring up morale. And then we need an offensive line. And then we need a new coach. And then we need a lot of things. But for the time being, let's just give, focus give on... Judge more than four games. All right, fine. I'll give him the season. I mean, even we gave slick back McAdoo the season. But I don't see much changing. I think it's going to be the Jets. Really? You, you think the Jets are just going to give up on Darnold? We're talking about who's going to get the first overall pick, not who's oh, going to get Trevor Lawrence. Oh, well, I, th- I, thought, you, I thought the question was, you, you did ask me both, correct? No, I said, who do you think is going to get the first overall pick? And then you went on this long rant about the Giants, mm. and I said, is that what you think is going to happen, or is oh, that yeah, what you I, want I did, I did to happen? I saying both. And you said both. So the question, are you listening? I am. Who do you think will get the number one overall pick? I'm gonna. You think about that and absorb the question. No, I still think it's the Giants. They haven't I'm, shown me anything. I think it's gonna be the Jets. I just think that they're terrible. They're terribly coached. And look, the Giants are obviously uh, well, the not, whole new coaching staff. By the way, the Giants are obviously not world beaters. <laughs> Break, breaking news. <laughs> yeah. But you could say it's, that. it's a new coach, it's a new staff, it's a young team. I feel like the defense has been playing pretty well. They held the Rams in check last week. They gave up one big play, which cost them. It's the offense under Jason Garrett, shocker, that has been absolutely atrocious. And I feel like even if the Giants get the number one overall pick, they'll probably stay loyal to Daniel Jones and mess this whole thing up. And unless the Giants are going to get like four number one picks from some other team for the first overall pick... And even that, you know, if it's a once-in-a-generation talent, which everyone says Trevor Lawrence is, screw it. Sorry, Danny Dimes. Pick up a clipboard or go somewhere else. But the Giants will probably screw it up and be like, nope, we're going to build around Daniel Jones and probably wouldn't be smart enough to trade Do you think that's a pride thing? Do you think that the the brass and the New York Giants front office... I think the Giants are loyal to a fault. Okay. Eli Manning should have been done four or five years before he even... Okay, but 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 left. Okay, right. But we're talking two different things. You're talking about a guy who won two Super Bowls for us, 
versus a kid who we gave, well, I guess it's really going to be one and a half full seasons because he was kind of in and out last year between Eli. But for the most part, he came in in week two. He sat in a couple of weeks towards the end, let Eli get a couple of wins. But yes, there there should be no more feeling out. I mean, the, the Giants have to be as rough and rugged as any other NFL team. Yeah, Belichick be right always cuts you a year late than a year, or a year earlier than a year late. The right. Giants are like, well, you know. You won a Super Bowl. Look, you want. I, mean, I feel like the Giants have the same problem you do. You you look at people's overall resume as opposed to how they're playing right now. Well, that's your opinion. Okay. <laughs> so we'll see. So yeah, in all seriousness. Um, so I'm back to get, you. Do you think it's going to be the Giants? Yes. Okay, Kev. They couldn't beat the Niners C squad. Yeah, I know. At home. Okay? okay, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and talk about fans or anything, yeah. but they couldn't beat the Niners C squad. Let's keep it moving. So, yes. So, Bill O'Brien was the first coach to get fired this week, which is usually a topic we bring up in our quarterly poll as well. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Bill O'Brien beat us to the, or I'm sorry, I guess the McNair family or, you know, the Texans in general beat us to the punch with uh, getting that first coach fired. Mm-hmm. So do you think there'll be a next coach fired midseason, or do you think this will be it for the year? Oh, God, no. We're only in week five. There's definitely going to be another coach fired this year, without a doubt. Okay, so we spoke about Can I give you some – your choices are? Well, let me just say we spoke about this briefly off the pod on who should be fired versus who would be fired. Correct. Yes, if you want to give me some choices, go ahead. Adam Gase, Doug Marone, Matt Patricia, Dan Quinn, or I'll just say other. Okay, so let me tell you, the Lions ownership. I would fire Anthony Lynn, but yeah, I, know, I, know <laughs> I don't think would. he will be fired. So, so uh, are the Fords still own the Lions? Um, I think someone died, and it's like the uh, okay. daughter that owns it or something, but I think so, so yes. What I've heard is that Detroit... And also Arthur Blank in Atlanta. Are loyal to a fault as well? Yes, are loyal to a fault. Because the answer to this question should be Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn should be should have been fired already. After the meltdowns that he's had this year, he should have. Who is 1A on my list? Matt Gase. Adam Gase. Why do I keep saying Matt? I don't know. You're thinking of Matt Patricia? No, no, Matt, Matt Patricia. No, no. Do you no. know Matt Gase? No, I, I don't. Adam. Adam Gase. Adam Gase is is going to be the one who's going to get fired next. They said that if he didn't win against the Broncos uh, last Thursday, that's what night, I thought. Because he was going to get extra, canned, the extra and he time. hasn't. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Because they had the extra time to bring. I don't know what Woody's thinking. Like Woody, hello, you're own four. You got a freaking uh, number what three overall pick quarterback from two years ago, and you're own four. Like. You know, you got to make some tough decisions sometimes in business. I know Woody doesn't need to hear this because he's a billionaire and, you know, I'm not. But regardless, yes. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) And then who was my fourth choice? Not Patricia, the other one. Uh, Doug Doug Marone. Marone. What, on the Jags with the mustache? Come on, give that guy a break. Uh, Dude, Amir Khan down there who's running that joint, he's just like, whatever. He's down in in Florida. No, I don't think he's going to be the guy. I don't. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Quinn should be, Gase will be. I mean, listen, who, who did the Jets have this week? The, the Cardinals. 
Okay, well, you. I mean, after they've gone two and two and some disappointing losses, I have a feeling that Arizona's going to put a whooping on them. So, I think it should be Adam Gase, not Matt Gase. No, not his brother. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I don't really have much to add. I mean, I feel like he's kind of lost the team. I feel like you can just kind of tell he's not a leader of men. He's just. Uh, Who's Peyton Manning's probably, fucking clipboard holder? I was gonna say he probably can draw plays and stuff, but you know, as head coach, you're really like the chief operating officer. You're not 100. Uh, you know, a play caller, right? And uh, you know, everything you heard is he lost the locker room. We all know how the Jamal Adams thing turned out. Uh, he's made hints that he doesn't like Le'Veon Bell because they brought in Le'Veon Bell before they brought in Adam Gase, and Adam Gase has a philosophy where you shouldn't pay running back and blah, blah, blah. So I, I feel like there's just so many things going against him. The one thing Gase does have going for him is apparently he's friends with Joe Douglas, who is the Jets' GM. So it would kind of be a tough thing uh, to do to fire your buddy, and you probably have a longer leash, uh, especially talking midseason. So if it's not Adam Gase, which... That would be my pick as well, but just to throw another name out there, uh, I feel like it could be Vic Fangio in Denver. Really? Uh, I mean, he's he's had they, nobody at quarterback. Right, they have a lot of injuries, so they might just be like, screw it, let's lose. I don't know. I mean, but, I mean, I feel like if the front office makes that decision where they're like, okay, we're just going to start Jeff Driscoll and we're going to start whoever, and then when Drew Locke comes back, we'll throw him in there and... I don't know. I feel like Denver's had a lot of injuries, but maybe that's more of a after the year. Think about that. That's an interesting hire. Who's the GM? John Elway. All-time great quarterback, right? Who can't find another one. Exactly. And who does he hire? Vic Fangio, who used to be the D coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers. No, the Bears. Well, he was also the 49ers D coordinator a while ago. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how are you going to... You know, the, the disparity there, and then John Elway keeps picking quarterbacks. I mean, since Peyton Manning, they've been, like, not so good. Um, you know, they, they've drafted. They had Brock Osweiler. They had, uh, who's the tall, skinny? Paxton Lynch. He Trevor didn't Simeon. Work out. Trevor Simeon. They got the guy now, Drew Locke, who got injured. And then the third-round pick from Boise State, what's his name, rolled in, who played the other night, who beat the Jets. I can't remember what his name is. Oh, Rippin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mark Rippin's uh, nephew. Yeah. Brett, I believe his name is. Um, so, yeah, listen. I don't know how you can really blame uh, blame them for that. Yeah, maybe Vic Fangio is more of a uh, after-the-year fire where it's like, hey, we're going to move in a different direction. Thanks for your time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. All right. And then the last thing before we get into the bets is... Your playoff teams. This is always fun to look back on. Oh, yes. This is always fun to look back on. Uh, Okay, have you got your laptop in hand ready to write these down? I remember last year it was, uh, I think you had the Browns in the playoffs and not the Ravens. Because in your defense, last year through four (laughs) games, the Ravens were 2-2. and And they just got their doors blown off by the Browns. And then they won 12 straight? And yes, and they they haven't lost (laughs) since until they... A regular season game since until they played the Chiefs last week. Yeah. So uh, that was interesting, or two weeks ago now, I guess. But All right, all uh, right. It's always fun to look at these things, especially this early on, because obviously teams can go on runs and injuries can happen, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I'll start you off with my AFC playoff teams, and then you can start us off at the NFC. Fair? Yep. So fair my division me. winners in the AFC are as follows. Bills, Steelers. Titans and Chiefs. 
Who do you have? Bills, Steelers, Titans, and Chiefs. Okay, well, that makes sense because the Bills are undefeated, the Titans are undefeated, the Steelers are undefeated, and the Chiefs are undefeated. That is correct, Dan. Thank you for paying attention. <laughs> Kev, you're not going out on any limbs there. So uh, I The mean, Steelers over the Ravens I thought was a little bit of a limb. Okay, okay. Uh, you're talking about division winners. I haven't given you my other teams yet. Do you want me to give all the teams? No, 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 no. That's fine. Let me comment. <laughs> Your specialty. <laughs> Let me talk. Durr. Okay, so I'm going to slow my roll there on the Steelers. It's a very early season. They haven't played the Ravens yet twice. I, I somewhat agree. I wish I had saw them play the Titans last week. Obviously, okay. the game didn't happen. Right, right, right. So they have the smallest sample size. Okay, so uh, we'll jump to said Titans. Um, you know, 3-0, and that's nice. Again, they, they're still one game short of what everybody else is. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Philip, Philly Rivs and that defense gives them uh, some trouble in Indy. But you can see that Houston is garbage and um, Jacksonville. Jacksonville is habitually garbage. So that's a 50-50 also. I don't see any chance that the, the KC doesn't win the uh, AFC West. And your other team was? Bills. Dealers, the Bills, Titans, Chiefs. Um, listen, it's cute and nice that the Bills are four and zero right now, but they still haven't played the Patriots. I know Tom is not there anymore, but Bill still is, and as long as Cam stops, you know, hanging out with uh, positive testing COVID folks, I could see that being an issue. I'd say uh, that's a fifty fifty also. So I mean, if you it, you know, are you gonna all right? So anyway, give me your two playoff team. You give me your two uh, wild card teams out of the AFC. There's three wild card teams this year, so I'm, I'm giving sorry. you all three. <laughs> Ouch! Kev's gonna burn I just my wanna, ass in public on the pod here. I just want to make sure that you have three when we go to you. God forbid he says it nicely. That was pretty nice. I didn't call you a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you my, might as well have. There's our explicit for the week. Uh, my three wild card teams are New England, Baltimore, and Indy. Okay. I don't think I'm really breaking any news. Nope. Can't disagree with you there. All right. So who are your seven playoff teams? I mean, honestly, in all seriousness, those that you said are going to be my seven playoff teams as well. Okay. I might switch up Baltimore for um, Pittsburgh as far as uh, division winners and potentially New England instead of Buffalo as division winners. But I don't see any way that anybody else out of the uh, AFC West is beating the Chiefs. So I don't think they get a second team in. I mean, unless Justin Herbert pulls off some crazy shit and just disregards everything his coach Anthony Lynn says and just plays, you know, I could see them uh, not this year. Never mind. The Raiders started out nice, lost. What about two the in Browns that are three and one? I don't know. Honestly, even... no. Browns have played a bunch of garbage teams so far. They gotta show me more. Maybe when we get to our mid season playoff teams, the you know, my tone might change, but they haven't shown me enough to I mean they beat Dallas and okay, Dallas. Okay, so who are your bill. division winners? Bills, Ravens, Titans, Chiefs? I'll uh or are you going Colts? Yeah, yeah, I'll no, I'll say that. Uh, yeah, uh Bills yeah, I'm gonna say Colts. Bills, Ravens, Colts, Chiefs. Fair. All right, kick me off at the NFC. Okay, so uh, we'll start in the East, which is, my God. Uh, <laughs> Only one team. That could be, yeah, that could be anybody, but, um, God, who's going to come? Who's going to drag their sorry carcass out of the East? Washington football as team. Of, as of right now, I'm going to say Philly. 
as much as I hate to say it because, God, I hate them. Okay. Who are the Philly, other six? Uh, NFC West, 100% Seattle. Um, actually, that's a pretty bold statement considering how deep the uh, NFC West is. But for right now. Okay, do you want to like think about this? And no. And I'll give you my teams? Or... No. Oh, you, you want me to just rattle them off? Yes. Okay. Then we can talk about them. I don't need a play-by-play of every Fine. team and who they play. Seattle. Dallas, or I'm sorry, Seattle, Philly. What about the North and South? Oh, does he do it? The NFC North. No, nah, it's going to be Green Bay. Okay. That's a, do what? What would you think? Are the do? Bears? No, no way. And what about no. the South? Um, Falcons make a run for it? Fuck no. Are you crazy? <laughs> they can't even get a win. They're the worst team in football outside of the Giants. The real question is, is it going to be... I mean, I don't think it's Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater is a nice... T- so it's either going to be uh, New Orleans or... Who's the other one in that division? Tampa Bay. I'm, gonna, glad, I'm glad you thought about this. It's going to be Tampa. Okay, and who are your three wildcard teams? New Orleans. Okay. Who else, Dan? It's, it, Dan, we're picking teams in week four. We're not playing I know, Jeopardy. This is I know, in Final Jeopardy. It, Let's go. <laughs> all right, fine. Um, I'm going to say Arizona and the Niners. So no Rams? No. Nobody in the NFC East. Nobody in the NFC North. Uh, yeah, Arizona and the Niners and New Orleans. Those are my three wild card teams currently. You say no one in the NFC North as if the Bears aren't 4-1. They got Nick Foles as quarterback. They're okay, the, they're fair. The, they're the fakest four and one ever. So my NFC playoff teams are. Do you want to know who the Bears have beaten so far, Kev? No, I already know. Okay, good. This is how you do this. Ready? My play. My division winners are. When you're the producer of the show, it's easy to come up with the topics. Yeah, well, if you <laughs> listened when I told you what we were going to talk about, you'd be on top of this. Anyway, we don't edit, so let's keep going. I. I'm well aware. I'm going to say Dallas. I wrote some NFC East team, meaning there's only going to be one. <laughs> But I'll say Dallas just to be contrary to you. Yep, okay, fair. Green Bay, New Orleans, and Seattle are my division winners. And my wild cards are Chicago, Tampa, and the Rams. No Niners, no Cardinals. Chicago? They're 4-1. and one. I mean, sure. Chicago, I would love for Chicago to go 4-12. And, and the Rams. So wait, you have um, New Orleans winning that division still? Yeah. Okay. They got the head-to-head already. I mean, they might split, obviously, to be seen. But, you know, once Michael Thomas gets back... I God, if he ever fine. gets fucking back. Yeah. He's killing me. All um, right. Fine. So there we go. Real quick, I didn't prep you for this as the producer of this show, but maybe you can come up with it on the fly. <laughs> Duh. Who are your number one seeds? Because obviously that's a big deal this year, assuming... Not assuming... Once we get to the playoffs, well, assuming we really, have playoffs, it's really right? it's, so it's really we'll have the number one seed, and uh, it's really the who's the one seed for year. the NFC. So you're all in on the Chiefs, hundred percent. First of all, they already beat Baltimore head to head. So even if Baltimore wins another, yeah, but game, I just rattle off my division winners, which you made fun of me because they're all undefeated. So it's not like they're head and shoulders above everyone else, and okay. they play the Bills next week. Okay, so there's a difference between. Think about what's going on in Kansas City right now, okay? 
You got Andy Reid. COVID? Oh, Yeah, sorry. you got Andy <laughs> Reid, who's most likely the second best, quarter, uh, best, second best uh, coach in the league right now behind Belichick. He's not the second best quarterback? No. That's good. Oh, my God. Well, maybe if it was punt, pass, and kick back in 1977 <laughs> or whenever that happened. Okay? Then you got Patrick Mahomes, who is – he just – the dude just walks around looking around like, yeah, I'm down 28, nothing, no problem. Give me the ball, I got you. And it's like he's just, he's got ice in his veins. Him and Russ are like, you know, crazy. Um, you want to talk about the NFC? I just want to figure out, okay, so. Who's my one seed in the NFC? That's what you want to know. Well, you you said, that, let, let's talk about what's going on in Kansas City right now. And you said they have Patrick yeah. Mahomes and Andy Reid. I thought there was going to be. More to that statement. Well, I mean, there's like a Kelsey who's a top two. Okay, tight I know end. who all their fans. Yes, exactly. Are. That's what I'm saying. So I don't think there's any. Tr- I don't think there's yes. any reason that Kansas City should not be the one seed. So they are the one seed. In the I'm AFC. just saying there's several undefeated teams in the AFC, which you made fun of me okay, for picking them to win fine. the division, it's and you early. made it seem like they're eight and zero, and everyone else is five and three or worse. Okay, fine. It's early. Who's your NFC team? Um, the Eagles. <laughs> no, it's gonna be. Uh, Gonna be the Seahawks. I was gonna say which one of your quarterback boyfriends will pursue. No, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the Seahawks. I was looking up the other day if the Seahawks played the Packers this year, and unfortunately they don't. No, they will in the playoffs though. Yeah, well they did that last year too. That didn't yeah. work out so well for the Russells. So yes, I'm going with uh, I'm going with the Russells, the Seattle Sea Russells. I don't know who I'm going with in the NFC. Hmm. I'm going to say Green Bay because I think their division's worse than Seattle, and Seattle will play a lot of tough division games. It'll be real tough for them to win 13 or 14 games. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and Green Bay's already beaten Minnesota and Detroit. But it's so early on in the season, I can't hate that pick. So I, I was going to say New Orleans, but I've, I don't know. Uh, too many question marks there. Yeah. All, All right. right. Always fun to do the quarter polls. Anything else? No. I you mean, want to do, uh, will the Giants have a win by the time we get to the mid-year awards? I'm going to have to check there. I mean, they're playing at Dallas this weekend. They're a nine-point dog or eight and a half at this point. So that's not going to happen. So we're staring 0-5 right in the face. All right. Well, you think about that, and we'll get back to it in eight weeks. Okay. Or four weeks. After week eight. I'll let's give them one. I'll give them one win. I'll, I'll give them one and seven at the halfway point. Let's get to the bets. Let's just jump in. Let's do three and P. I love three and P. So, before you start gloating, Uh-oh. Dan and I went head-to-head a lot last week, and uh-huh. it didn't work out so well for me. I went 0-2-1. Oh, no. You won that one. You won that one. I went 0-2-1. Oh, Is that what I just said? You did, but yeah, and you did, went you two, have, oh, did you have Tampa as the parlay? Yeah. But so, that's a loss. Right, well, I'm, I'm just talking about heads up. We, I had L.A., oh, you had oh, Tampa. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, it, it, it's it's a tie either way. But yes, so, I lost my parlay. So overall, I went 0-3. I missed my parlay. I'm now at 4-8. and I'm questioning everything I know about gambling, but I'm ready to go 3-0 and this week. Yep. Dan, you went 1-1-1, and and you hit your parlay. I did. So if you're betting with Dan, A, you're crazy, but B, you're making money. <laughs> Yes. So Dan's up to five, six, and one on the year. So I'm only a game and a half behind his ass, and you're, he does. He is two and two in parlays, which is very impressive. You're only, yes. Once again, it's early on, but I will say it's impressive. You're only crazy. I'm going three and this week. You're only crazy if you listen to Kev last I'll weekend, be seven, as I beat him both two and zero oh in the heads up. I'll be seven and eight 
come week six. And okay. I will tell you why. But so, you get to go first. It's me, your honor, your honor. Let me give you a little uh, a little funny give us tidbit your here. First bet. So last weekend you are still gloating. No, yeah. So last weekend for the one o'clock games, um, I actually personally went to my favorite bookmaker and said, Hey, I would love to do a parlay. So I took Dallas minus four and a half and Tampa Bay minus seven. And we all know how that worked out, right? Not so good because Dallas lost and Tampa pushed. However, the parlay that I called out on said podcast, which was Cincy minus three and over 48, was actually a win. So maybe I should listen to myself a little bit more when I decide to do these things. But yes, it was a pretty good week for me, one, one, and one, and a parlay win. I mean, I, I think it was week nine last year before I won my first parlay. So anyway, looking forward to this weekend. And in my first wager of the weekend, I am going to get voiceovers. And listen, everybody, this is how you know someone's betting with their head and not with their heart. Because if I had to bet with my heart, I'd want this team to lose by three touchdowns. However, oh my God, I'm looking at a number and I'm looking at a situation and I'm taking the Philadelphia Fuggles plus seven against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh hasn't played in 14 days. Philly's coming off an emotional win. Yeah, I know, right? Put a mask on. (laughs) (laughs) Philly's coming off an emotional win against the San Francisco 49ers at home on primetime. And just a fun fact, I mentioned this to uh, the gambler last week. The San Francisco 49ers only losses in the last season and a half outside of the Super Bowl have all been to teams that mascots are birds. Just just putting it out there. Philly, in-state rivalry, coming off a week where Carson Wentz actually looked like the Carson Wentz that was drafted out of a Division II school for once instead of somebody who was, you know, a JV junior varsity game. Pitt hasn't played in two weeks. And honestly, Pitt's wins are against teams that are combined 1 and 11. So I've yet to... Stop s- traffic. The Giants, the Texans. I don't know who the third one is. I don't either, but when I did this research, I looked it up. Um, I want to say... I know it's the Giants, and I know it's the Well, Dan, there's only so many teams that are 0-4. They didn't no, the, beat the Jets. They right, those, the two are, those two are 0-4. The other one is 1-3. Somebody has a win. Look it up. Who'd they beat? Come prepare with this information. Kev, I said that, look, my st- I thought it was a great stat. My stat- I was asking you to back it. Oh, the Broncos. Yes, uh, my stat is correct. I just can't remember who the other one was. Okay? So they beat the Broncos, the Giants, and the um Texans. Texans. So, like, okay, you're three and oh. That's cute. Beat somebody that's worth something. And the fact that I think the Philly Eagles are coming off a little bit of a high and they Pittsburgh Steelers haven't played in two weeks. I'm just saying, do I think that Philly's going to win? Not necessarily, but if you're giving me seven points, I'm going to take Philly. Kev, your thoughts on that? I don't hate it. Uh... I love that. That's my favorite line that, uh, that, 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 the, that the gambler says, everybody. I don't hate it, which means I don't love well, Dan, it. If I loved it, it would be one of my best bets, which it's not. <laughs> And I I don't think it's a terrible pick. So what do you want me to say? Oh my god, I should have thought of that. <laughs> we should do this every day on Saturday. A couple cocktails in. What do you think? Yeah, we'll call it the uh, drinker, the and stutterer, the- and the <laughs> and the mutterer. 
Oh, God. Oh, we're, God, we're, never we're, mind. The Rambler and the Gambler just died. We're, we're in uncharted waters right now. <laughs> that's true. No, I actually like it. I have a buddy that's an Eagles fan. He was sending me the uh, head-to-head matchups. The games are always close uh, over the past, I don't know, 30, 40, However long they've been playing 30, football. 30, <laughs> 40 years. I mean, they only play every four years, but still they end up being close games, and... Uh, I agree with you. I think the Steelers might be a little bit rusty. I like the Steelers' defense. I like the under more, but uh, if it's under, I'm taking points. So, all righty. Your first wager of the week to get back on track is the Indianapolis Colts laying nothing. Uh, last I checked, it was even. I've saw. I've seen it at minus one. Right. I've seen it as well. I saw them at minus two, but uh, the last I saw was even. So I'll say. Laying nothing. Okay. Laying to me with some knowledge on this one. Uh, the Browns are probably feeling themselves because they destroyed <laughs> the Cowboys last I week. I love that saying. Yeah. They destroyed <laughs> the Cowboys last week. Congrats. And I just feel like that's what the Browns do, right? They're an up and down team. They think they're full of themselves. And then they play like garbage. And then they all have to eat crow, which is one of my favorite post-game press conferences. And... Uh, similar to the Steelers, I feel like the Colts are kind of tough to judge, but they do have great stats. They're the number one defense in football, mm-hmm. and the Browns don't have Nick Chubb. So what do the Browns want to do? They want to run the ball and keep it out of Baker Mayfield's hand. Obviously, yes, I know they have Kareem Hunt, but when you have a two-headed monster versus a one-headed monster, you have half your monsters. <laughs> Back to you, Dan. Hold on, let me do my math on that. <laughs> yep, that's right. There's only one monster. So... The, I feel like the Colts will be able to stop the run. They'll put the game in Baker's hands, and we all know how well that goes when Baker uh, tries to beat teams. So I like the Colts flying under the radar a little bit here to win this in a low-scoring affair. Give me the Colts laying no points. <laughs> or okay. getting no points. Okay. So. How many monsters are in your second pick? <laughs> Joe, just to elaborate on that, that actually is my second pick. Cool. Do you have anything better to add? Yeah, besides, I'll besides say the monster. Yeah, hundred percent. Browns have beaten Cincy, Dallas, and Washington. Three, eight, and one. Mm-hmm. Garbage. <laughs> Just not good teams. Now the best defense in the league statistically comes in to play, along with Philly Rivers completing seventy percent of his passes, despite the fact that he throws some picks. Seventy percent of them go to the team that he's on. This will be a real test for Baker against that defense. Chubb is out, although Hunt is a viable backup. I feel like Indy's going to force a lot of third and longs. I'm with you, bub. Give me Philly Rivs and the Colts to cover that number of even. So good news for the fans out there. When Dan and I are in agreement, we're 1-0 on the season. Really? Which which week was that? Which, considering I have four wins in four weeks, is really uh, (laughs) rarefied air. Uh, It was week two. We laid the six and a half with Arizona. Okay. Okay, so Kevin and I are both on Philly Rivs. Anytime you see uh, an even spread, you know, that's kind of like pickings. It is called a pick'em, yes. No, not pick'ems. It's like... Oh, easy pickings? For the pickings, yeah. Anyway, come on, hit me up with your second bet. Why'd you say it like that? Because I was about to say third, and then I realized that I already had went twice, and you only went once, so I said second. Okay. I'm just being honest on the pod. People don't want liars. Amen. All right. So my hit me with, second... Hit me with some knowledge. Second pick. 
I feel like I bet these guys every week. Oh, God. Is it the Chargers or the freaking Falcons? <laughs> no. I'm going to go through a wall. No. Uh, I'm done betting the Chargers doing chargery things as I made that saying up last week. And I, I'm staying as far away from them as possible. Okay. The other team I feel like I bet all the time is the Dubs. The Dubs? The Washington... Wizards? Dubs. Oh. The Washington football team plus seven and a half at home against your Los Angeles Rams. So the Rams are traveling east for the third time in four weeks. And I don't think the Rams have been overly impressive. Let's go through their schedule. So they are 3-0 against the NFC East. And they lost to the Bills, to the Bills on a wild game. Yes. So I don't think the Rams, like I said, have been overly impressive the Giants of all teams held them in check last week, and they had a chance to win that too. The Giants did. Yeah, I feel. I feel like the key to stopping the Rams is pressure up front and Goff's face, and I think Washington can do that because if there's any strength of Washington's team, it's their defensive line. Not sure if they'll win, but I think Washington will keep it close. I think the team will be motivated that Kyle Allen is in because obviously we all see how much Dwayne Haskins sucks, and when you're on the team with him, uh, it's probably frustrating, especially from the defensive standpoint. I think. That Ron Rivera will keep it simple for Kyle Allen. He started off 4-0 last year, and then when they got film on him, he was not that great. Mm-hmm. However, I think that they'll keep it simple, like I said, and he, they'll just be like, dude, just don't turn the ball over. So give me the dubs and the points to keep it close. Okay. My third bet this year, or this week, whichever we're on. You can make three bets a year. <laughs> Better be big wagers, though. How about Kirk's blazer here? Look at that. Light blue with a light blue tie. Anyway. <laughs> We're watching TV. Sorry. <laughs> ba- back to the pod. I am taking the Cincinnati Bungles. Oh, my God. He's riding Plus them. 13 against in, not in town, but in division rival, the Ravens. So Cincy is 3-1 and one against the spread this year. 13 points is a lot to cover, as I always say, for division games. Do I think that since he has a chance to win? Probably not. But you know what? Burrow's been playing better. He came off his first win of the year last year, albeit it was the Jaguars. If, mm-hmm. if since he scores a touchdown first, then Baltimore has to score three unanswered touchdowns just to cover, which would most likely take them until late in the second quarter or into halftime unless, you know, Burrow starts doing some really dumb shit. I feel like Burrow is getting comfortable at the next level after he destroyed college football last year. Plus, I could see Baltimore overlooking this opponent. I'm going to say since he doesn't win, but they lose by 10 points. So I'm taking the Bungles plus 13 this weekend. I don't hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker, everyone. Kevin doesn't hate it. He doesn't love it, but he doesn't hate it. It was in the running for my picks. Okay. I did not pick it, obviously, because my third bet is not that game. My third bet is the Minnesota Vikings, plus seven. So, I know everyone loves Russell Wilson, this room included, but I think Minnesota can keep pace because Seattle's defense is so bad. Terrible. Uh, Russell keeps pulling games out of his ass. They covered last week against the Dolphins, barely. They covered against the Patriots, barely. So 
I think Minnesota will keep it close. You know, they finally got off the schneid last week, uh, getting their first win. And Mike Zimmer is actually the best coach against the spread since he became a coach, even better than Bill Belichick, at 60%. Wow. So As a dog or as a favorite? Against or just... the spread. Okay. In general. No kidding. Obviously, it's games in Seattle. Obviously, there's no crazy crowd noise in Seattle. And Seattle is 4-0 against the spread, but they cannot cover... Every spread. No one goes 16-0 against the spread. And if Seattle covers this, and I'm wrong, they're going to get really, really expensive. Mm-hmm. However, I don't think they will. Seattle has never started 5-0 in their franchise history, and it ain't starting in 2020. Who Give me you, the Vikings. Who gave you that stat? ESPN. Or me last night when we were having pizza. Dan SPN. <laughs> I like that. The Dan Sports and People Network. Okay. Uh, so give me the Vikings plus seven. Dan, what is your parlay? Kev. Dan. It's the America. same freaking game. I am taking Minnesota plus the seven. Okay. But under the total of 57 points. I, I was considering... I was never considering this as my parlay, but I just looked at it. I was like, I would go over 57. And then I'm like, it's it's tough for me to say that out loud, but it's becoming like the new normal that like you saw like – I got gotcha. you. You see like one or two games a year that was at like 56, 57, and now it's like one or two games a week. Kev. But sorry, I pulled it down and interrupted you, so carry on with your point. Each team could score four touchdowns and it would still be under the number. Okay? Wait, Minnesota- let me get my abacus. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, Minnesota's, correct. Minnesota's defense – is better than Seattle's defense. Seattle's offense is better than Minnesota's offense, but Minnesota's got Dalvin Cook, they got Thielen, they got Rudolph, they got some, they got Justin Jefferson. Yep. Is it Jordan? Justin Jefferson? Yes, Justin Jefferson. That's Matt Gase. Out of LSU. (laughs) Shut up. Out of LSU, wearing the same purple and gold, he's going to be the next star, man. That dude's good. Okay. I just think... It's going to be closer than you think. Okay? Agreed. Again, we're on the same side again. See, yeah, but last it's week so dangerous, dude. Last week we went uh, th- uh, heads up against on three bets against each other. This week we're two bets with you. We both like the Colts yeah. even, and we both like the Vikings plus seven. Again, Seattle has never started five and zero in franchise history. And then actually, I wrote that is all. But I'm gonna throw some little more. Kirky has been surprisingly good. On Sunday Night Football. Not so much in other primetime games, but his record on Sunday Night Football against spread 4-2. Seattle defense is bad. Seattle is 4-0 against the spread this year. Yes, I mentioned. But I just feel like Minnesota has good weapons on an offense that will do enough to keep within a touchdown. Uh, Again, like I mentioned, they each score four touchdowns. That's 56. Seems like Vegas wants you to bet the over by throwing a number out that's this large. So I'm not falling for that shit. Give me Minnesota plus seven under fifty-seven. Kev, shoot. Kev doesn't hate it. <laughs> I uh, can't wait till the weekend when you're like, I love that bet. I was gonna pick it, but I didn't. But I love it. I can't wait till the week where I'm like, I hate that pick. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll wind up winning anyway. But that's okay. Which is what I said last week three times, and I was o two and one. So that's done why. and done. Anyway, spit it out, bro. My parlay. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go four now. I really like this parlay. I'm going to write this down because... I, I, I'm i doing it, Dan. I'm doing it. You're taking the Giants and the over? I'm taking the New York football Giants and the under <gasps> 54. 
Get out of here. You think they're going to cover eight and a half? So Dallas' defense is terrible. True. But they've been called out all week in the media, so I think they'll be motivated. Okay. The Giants' offense is terrible. <laughs> yes. But motivation can only carry you so I was far. Say, where are you going with this? The Giants' defense <clears throat> is playing worse. Okay. I'm sorry. The Giants' defense is playing well. Let's look at the let's look at their final scores. 26-16 to the Steelers, 17-13 to the Bears. Both teams are actually the Bears are undefeated. Uh, combined 8 and 1. Mhm. Uh, a million to 9 against the Niners, so they laid an egg in that game as we documented earlier. And 36, then, but that's okay. And then 17 to 9 last week. All right. So the defense has been playing well, and if the Giants have any strength on defense, it's been their D-line getting stopping the run and Blake Martinez flying around making tackles. Mhm. So we Good all know the, up, though, the, we, we all know the the formula is to kind of slow down Zeke and have Dak throw the ball, which is what the Cowboys have been doing all year, and they're not winning. So I think this will be close because division rival. As much as the Giants suck, they're a game or I guess a game and a half technically out of first place, right? So they should still be motivated. New coach, young team. I think this is a, a 27 to 20 type game. I still think Dallas wins because obviously they're home and the Giants always, you know, melt, Dallas. melt like ice cream in July <laughs> late in the game. But I, I feel like the Giants will at least hang around and keep it competitive. And I have no idea how this game gets to 54. Even if the Giants defense isn't good and they get up 31 points, uh, the Giants will get to 23 and that is 54. So the Giants give 30 points and get to 23. I don't see Dallas scoring 30. I don't see the Giants under. I don't see this game going to 54 any way, shape, or, shape or form. form. Thanks. Okay. I'm with So, it. just to recap, I have the Colts even, Washington plus four, seven and a half, Vikings plus seven, and the Giants plus eight and a half. And the under, Dan has Philly plus seven, the Colts even, Cincy plus 13, and the Vikings plus seven, and... Under. So what? So we're all doing underdogs and unders this week. I was going to say, what Kevin is Kevin and I are telling you is take the points. There's been so many favorites and overs, man. This is the week shit swings, and Dan and I are out ahead of it. So Yeah, last week I took four favorites, and one of them pushed, two of them won, and one of them lost. But uh, you never yeah, know. Yeah, and I thought I was being slick taking uh, all the points, and yeah, not so slick. So this is the week. Things start to normalize, Vegas cleans up, and you clean up too by listening to Dan and Kev, also known as the Rambler and the Gambler. So thanks as always for Or the Mutterer and the Stutterer, <laughs> depending on when we do it. If you guys have any other fun names based upon all the stupid stuff Dan and I said over the past hour, you can hit us up at therambleranthegambler at gmail.com. And we're always on Twitter at RamblerGambler4. Dan, anything to add? I just hope some of my bets playing out tomorrow. Me too, because they're a lot of mine, and I've already guaranteed a 3 no week to the people out there. So thanks for listening. Enjoy the game. Sorry we're late. We'll get our shit together for next week, and uh, happy betting. Yep. Laters on the man, Jay.